What is up, everybody? My name is Faith, and you're listening to the very first official episode of The Candid Closet, the podcast that I've wanted to create for a very long time, and I never had the balls to do it, but here I am. So welcome to whoever is listening. Thank you for taking the time out of your day to say, who is this, and click play, and listen to me babble on. Um, so just a uh, forewarning, I didn't really have a plan for this, so I'm just going to sit down. First of all, I want to tell you about myself. I'm a third-year nursing student. I'm from Newfoundland, Canada. It's very much so on the East Coast. Almost the most eastern point of Canada is where I live. Um, Yeah, I'm a big health fitness nut. Um, I might sound like a douche when I say that, but um, I'm big on health and fitness and mental health. And uh, I used to play a lot of sports growing up. I realized that, you know, playing sports is what pushed me into, like, a healthy lifestyle and, and care about my physical and mental health. Uh, so, yeah, um, that's pretty much about me. Um, I, I have a dog. Yeah. School takes up a lot of my time. My dog, I spend a, a nice bit of my time with my dog because he has terrible separation anxiety. So, uh, we're a good pair. Um, yeah. That's it really about me. Um, I'm engaged to a beautiful, beautiful woman. She loves me unconditionally. And when I told her I was going to start a podcast, she said, go for it. Um, I said, would you be a host or a a guest? She said, absolutely not. So I'm going to do some coaxing and see how that goes. Um, But yeah, so I'm just sat here, of course, in a closet talking to you whoever you are, again, thank you, and, uh, yeah, so, I'm, this is, it is the 28th of February of 2022, it is the Friday, right before the AFC and the NFC championships, um, and, you know, I, I'm not a big sports fan, but I love football. I love watching football. I love hockey. Of course, I'm Canadian. I love hockey. I'm a Toronto Maple Leafs fan. I know it's terrible. It's detrimental to my emotional health. Um, but yeah, I, I love sports and I, um, hockey and, and football are definitely the big ones that I love. Um, yeah. Um, I'm a Patriots fan. Actually, the first team I ever cheered for was the Seattle Seahawks. And then I became a Patriots fan, mainly because of Tom Brady. Uh, So I was a little disappointed when he got traded. But um, I knew Bill was going to get a good QB. And he had Cam Newton there for a while. And now he's got Mac Jones, who, I mean, weirdly resembles Tom Brady. Which is, you know, I, I guess that's great. But other than that, I am a little bit of a... Chiefs fan um, and a Bucks fan partly because of Gronk and Brady uh, and Brown which at this point in time he's no longer playing for the Bucks Uh, but yeah so I have always kind of had an interest in sports and played sports my whole life so now that like I'm in university, I'm not able to play as many sports and I, I spend a lot of time at the gym instead and you know, um, so I just started watching sports more often and um, now I'm trying to get my uh, fiance into it and she's uh, 
a little bit of a Chiefs fan, so that's great. But what what are your thoughts going into this AFC NFC championship? Like who do you think is going to go into the Super Bowl because I honestly have no idea. I really thought that you know, I I really thought that the Bills were going to they were going to get there this year. I really did. And Josh Allen played almost a perfect game against the Chiefs and they just barely missed it, which I think is partly due to the NFL overtime rules, but who am I to judge? So, that brings me back to my partner who again, she doesn't like she watches football or she says she watches football. I think she's just sitting there with me while I watch football and she's just watching like Criminal Minds or like Modern Family. And but the other day I was watching the Bills and the Chiefs game and I was I was getting very passionate about it. Again, I I was expecting the Bills to win, but I was cheering for the Chiefs. Um and she like I I seen out of the corner of my eye her put her iPad away and like start watching the game with me and then when like it was coming down like to the last couple of minutes and that is that is the most intense time of any sports tournament game whatever those last few minutes and anybody that watched that game knew like it was it was a really close game the whole time and but the fourth quarter was so intense and she when they missed or there was a, a nearly an interception or an incompletion and like I could see her almost go like like shit like and I was like yeah like I'm I'm winning her over to sports and like she of course like she's not new to sports she also played hockey like most of her life and uh we actually we played hockey together on the same team and that is not how we met but that is how we tell our families that we met if you know what I mean then you know like if you meet by other means that you're a little bit embarrassed about, then you tell your your family that you're friends or you're uh you you met through acquaintances or you know a mutual interest. So yeah, um. So that's something that we've kind of started to bond over is um just that those couple hours that we sit down and we watch games together and you know, um, it's nice, it's nice when you, um, you know, like, when you, when you first get into a relationship and you're putting a lot of, um, visible effort, I guess, uh, you go out of your way, you open car doors and you get them flowers or a lot of things that, like, the honeymoon phase, like, you put a lot of extra effort in and, I think with a lot of relationships, like, that starts to, like, simmer down. I'm not saying, like, it dies. It doesn't die. You do nice things for your partner, like, all the time. Little things that you don't even realize that are nice things that... It's not these big, grand gestures, maybe, but it's little things like getting up in the morning and making them a coffee and and, and shit like that. But, um... Yeah, we we just started, um... Watching sports and stuff together or bonding over like certain tv shows and I think it's really nice it's just it's it's 
for people that have such different interests, like, if you and your partner are so, like, like, oil and water type people, and you are able to find, like, common interests, it's, it's really not, even if it's not, like, an equal common interest, like, if one of you, like, is a diehard sports fan, and the other one is, like, like, eh, I, not really a big deal, but, you know, I'll sit down and watch it with you, um, it's nice. We actually, last year, um, during the Super Bowl, we went over to our friend's house and watched it, and she was, for the whole day, like, didn't really have an interest in it, wasn't gonna go, and then last minute said, you know what, screw it, I'll, I'll go, and we ended up going, we had a really great time, we had food, it was, I think it was, like, the whole, um, idea of the Super Bowl and and sitting down with your friends and even if you don't watch sports you're just there and I think that's what I like about um sports in general is like somehow you're able to bond over something um yeah so uh I'm looking forward to when she kind of gets like more into football or sports in general um because I I'd I'd just love to have somebody to talk about it with again I'm not like a diehard sports fan but um I like watching games and it's it's a little bit of a break from reality sometimes so that's nice so yeah um besides football you know hockey is another sport that I love watching um I'm a Leafs fan that's all I'm going to talk about with that I'm not gonna go any further than I'm a Leafs fan yes I know I'm digging my own grave and I will dig it every season and I will happily lie in it when they choke in the playoffs because we get our hopes up and every year like we get a little bit closer and then it just kind of goes away which is fine it's fine with me um I don't mind getting my hopes up and being let down you know it's 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 a common thing a lot of it happens to a lot of us um I think I've had my heart broken more times by the Leafs than anybody. And that's saying something. But yeah. So, um, yeah, there's there's not much going on in my life right now. Um, I'm, like I said, you know, I'm a, I'm a nursing student. I don't have a big social life. Um, when I started school... Um, I think I was going for more of the college experience than getting good grades my first year, which showed. Um, I didn't get, like, real hot marks. And then last year I kind of had to make a decision, like, did I want to focus on, you know, making friends and and partying and drinking, or did I want to build a career for myself? So, um, now I have minimal friends and no social life, but, you know, I'm looking forward to those fat checks, which is great, uh, in a way, but, man, I gotta tell you, being a student in healthcare, one, it's a different perspective than being the person that's receiving the care. Like, you go into Emerge and you receive and you're complaining about how slow it is or the nurses are this way or they're not paying attention and blah, blah, blah. 
and now you're kind of on the other side of it in a way not entirely because as a student you know there's a lot of things we can't do but you really see some people like for their true colors and like you know you got to be as open-minded and as understanding as you possibly can especially right now you know like two years ago when the pandemic started um obviously I was I was in school and we never got to have a lot of experiences and you know what that's fine because it was for the health and safety of the whole population and so yeah like my my education was kind of put on the back burner a little bit but it was for the greater health so now um where the pandemic is kind of starting to simmer down in like where I'm living right now it it kind of you know like the whole wave thing like that's what we're going through right now but um with this new variant but you can see that people are like getting to the point where they're like you know I just I just want to be done with this can we just go back to school go back to work I want to sit down to a restaurant I want to hang out with my friends I want to you know not hear about so many new cases today every single day it's it's tiring and it's exhausting and I think we're all in that boat right now and you know as a student in general nobody really likes school I mean you get some people that love school but nobody really likes school but when you spend a lot of time at home on a computer and you're not around people you miss that you know what getting up early in the morning and sitting in a freezing cold bus seat and getting to school and just talking with your friends and getting in trouble for gabbing in class and you miss that kind of stuff and so you know students now are like I want to go back to school like there's people that didn't there's kids in like the second grade who didn't have a normal school experience there's people in like high school who graduated and didn't have a normal graduation and they didn't have a normal first university experience and it's it's kind of tough to witness and be a part of because you know down the road when we're telling our kids and our grandkids about all this it's weird to think that we lived through this kind of stuff that like the whole world just kind of shut down and we were cutting ourselves off socially and physically from people and a lot of things changed and I'm and you know what there's some good things came out of the pandemic too I mean like people became more conscientious of washing your hands by the way nobody should have to tell you to wash your hands if you go to the bathroom just wash your hands it's not that hard there's even there's even hand sanitizer it's so easy I was always like a not a germaphobe but I was always like washing your hands and now like I'm really bad for like having my hands up around my face I've probably done it 30 times in the last 10 minutes but just wash your hands okay we shouldn't have to have a global pandemic for people to know that they gotta wash their hands so yeah I think the whole pandemic thing it it there were 
a little bit of positive things. I think we appreciate our friends and our family more and being able to be around people. We appreciate that a lot more because we went without it for so long. We value our health more and we're more conscientious about like being sick and germs and like cleanliness and I say as I sniffle and like that's on it, it it's unfortunate that it took a global pandemic for a lot of people to realize that but you know sometimes you just need a little bit of a reality check and that's fine but uh you know it's it's a it's a weird experience like thinking about the fact that the whole world just kind of turned itself off and we spent all day every day home with our families nowhere to go nothing to do um where i live the legal age of drinking is 19 so i turned 19 in like the first year of the pandemic so of course when i turned 19 there was no bars open and so my mom here the liquor stores were still open like for curbside pickup and stuff so my mom put like little drinks around and like pretended I was bar hopping which I thought like that was really sweet and it's little stuff that you wouldn't normally do or like friends making an extra big deal of your birthday um and like coming by your house with balloons and like dropping your presents off and 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 not like that's not just for me but like we're seeing a lot of people do that because here in Newfoundland and in Canada like we were closed for a long time and you couldn't be around your friends for like weeks or months and even then as we started to open up and our restrictions started to loosen we were still relatively like stringent on what you could do and where you could go and how many people you could go with and and it was it was something that um I I, look I don't I I hope and I pray to God that we don't have to do this again and that we kind of learn but unfortunately we are not proactive by nature I think we were reactive and as proactive as we try to be there's always going to be something that we're just not going to predict and you know and trying to be prepared for literally everything can make you can invoke so much anxiety you try to be proactive by not going out in public and not contracting the disease but in a way it's still reactive because it took like this virus to spread across the world and hundreds of thousands or millions of people to contract it for us to say you know we gotta we gotta take a pause and even then like you know some some provinces and some states and you know they still struggle with it which you know like my heart goes out to anybody that is struggling right now with you know feeling isolated or being alone and you know there's lots of resources out there for you there's a kids help phone there's a lot of things there's um here in Newfoundland there's Bridge the Gap there's Channel which is C-H-A-N-N-L um there's a lot of resources so you know just take care of yourself that's all I gotta say just take care of yourself um this whole pandemic thing I think 
again brought out a lot of good things and a lot of bad things you know what the 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 economy suffer a lot um the, we were alone by ourselves or trapped with our families at times um you know like there was obviously a lot of bad things and a lot of good things um I think the good thing, some good things that came out of it was like we realized that there's a lot of potential for technology. Um, like, I don't know if you guys noticed, but like people that are singers are like blowing up on TikTok because that was their platform for two years and they're able to expose themselves uh, uh, artistically through this platform. And you know what, they're, they're releasing songs now on Spotify because songs are blowing up on TikTok. Older songs, songs that were popular back in like 2000, 2005 or 2010, they're like becoming popular again, which is amazing. Um, so I think like that's what I love. And like there's a power of social media that I feel like we don't realize that we have and that power was exposed in the pandemic things things went viral so fast tiger king how many of you sat down and watched tiger king lord knows i did do i plan on watching the next season no i don't because now i have other things i could do like sit down and talk to you um that was one thing um that the Brian Laundry case, it was amazing, amazing that so many things were picked up on by people on social media because of this. And I don't even, it's amazing. It's so amazing that things like that, like what happened to, um, Gabby Petito and and the Brian Laundry case and and so many more things or or people becoming um more noticed on social media all because of the pandemic. So, you know, businesses and people were thriving in a way and I think when you're home and and all you've got is your phone or your laptop and the internet and the whole world is shut off and this is how the world communicated for a while. So yeah, um, in that time, I started listening to a lot of podcasts because music was just not really cutting it anymore. So I think that's what kind of led me to create this podcast. Um, so yeah, it's it's been a wild couple of years. I know in some places around the world now, they're kind of like back to normal. Here in Canada, we're not really. Um, they're starting to push like the vaccine mandates and stuff and... I think it's, um, in hindsight, you're seeing, like, the steps of the pandemic, like, close our doors, wear your mask, social distance, get vaccinated, get your boosters, like, it was a lot of steps. Um, so yeah, I'm looking forward to the history books on that one. Um, it's, I think we're all just kind of tired of it now, we all want to go back to normal. I just want to, you know, have... The ability to have a normal last year of school. I'm finishing my degree 
next year. That is amazing to me. I've spent the majority of my degree online and, you know, I feel that maybe I, I had a mediocre experience so far with school, which is, it's, it's mediocre. It's okay. But I feel that having more in clinic time would have given me a lot more confidence, but there's a weird sense of, um, appreciation that, um, you know, when you're interacting with a patient and they're like, they're thanking you for, you know, being so young and choosing this career and taking care of them. And it's, this is what I meant like earlier was like, there's things of healthcare, there's things that you don't see from one side and now you're starting to see it and I think like that happens when you get older anyways like you start to see things from the other perspective um so yeah that's something that I've I've become more in tune with and especially you know I done a whole um program or a whole course on mental health obviously and um you learn to be more understanding or you are taught to be more understanding and you try to listen more and be observant and appreciative of, of, of smaller things. And I think people now, because of the pandemic and because they've been away from people for so long and they're seeing that the healthcare is suffering and they're very appreciative of any little bit of help they can get in any little bit of social interaction and therefore they're appreciative of the students that are choosing to do this which is makes you as a student who is doing a lot of things unpaid you feel more appreciated and you feel that you know I'm gonna go into a job where I'm valued and if I'm not valued by this company I'm valued hopefully by the person I'm caring for and I think that's um Something that a lot of young people struggle with right now is feeling wanted or feeling like you you're you're you have value. My old job, I worked in retail for four years, and you know, last year and a half, I had no value. And I re and I'm not saying that as in nobody cared about me because I had coworkers who were like my family, but the company as a whole. You were just literally just a number to them. And I said, you know what? Screw this. I'm leaving. I'm focusing on school. And that was actually in August. And so I was unemployed for a little while. And I managed to actually get two jobs in a span of like a week or in December-ish. Like almost right before Christmas. And where I work now one of the places at least, I feel so much more valued and I'm important and it's like a little family that supports one another and is so very understanding because the clinic that I work in actually is everybody's nurses or paramedics and there's a number of us students working as nurse collegians and you know given the fact that everybody there is nurses or paramedics they know what it's like to be a student 
and they know what it's like to be a student in healthcare. And that makes you feel valued and you makes you feel heard, which is something that I think a lot of us struggled with. I struggled with for a long time. And when you take that step, which can be a very big and difficult step to take, saying, no, I deserve better. I deserve more out of this. I'm not valued. I, I feel that I'm not being appreciated here. And, and you leave, for instance. That is a big, ballsy, gutsy step. And, you know, I left my job without another job. I left my job not knowing how I was going to make money. And I was a student that was commuting to school every day. And it was it was daunting. And of course, anybody that knows the holidays, it can become very financially challenging around the holidays and you want to be able to buy the best gifts for your family and, and, and stuff and I did I couldn't do that because I was unemployed. So it, it, yeah, it was scary, but I made that step that I'm not valued and I'd rather be I'd rather not have an income or I'd rather be without employment for a little while or by myself than be around people and be in a company that I have no value. And it was hard for a little while because I felt like I was also leaving, you know, my family behind in a way, like my little work family. But some of them you realize that like you only have a relationship with them while you're at work some of them you might still talk to but for the most part my ex-co-workers were extremely supportive the assistant manager actually was was so you know go for it you you definitely deserve to be able to you know pursue the highest career possible or like live out to your highest potential and when I took that very scary step, it was a weight that had been lifted off my shoulders. It took me like a, a few days to realize it. But yeah, um, it, it, it was a, it, it was, I felt so much better. And I held out for a better job and... I managed to get a really, really good job. Two really good jobs. Um, both of them are part-time, obviously. And working with people that make you feel valued and in a company that makes you feel like you have value makes a world of difference. So don't worry, it's out there. And all this shit that you're going through right now it might last a little while longer. We, I don't know, like, sometimes your bullshit might last you, like, a year. It might last you, like, two months or a week. But, you know what, there, there is a, a light at the end of the tunnel. And you might not see it. You might have your sunglasses on and your eyes closed. And it could be right there, but it's, it's coming. Don't worry about it. Because I think we've all been through hell and back and dealing with shit the last couple of years. That there's, there's gotta be something, even something minor. So yeah, um, it, it makes a, a world of difference. I got to say when you finally, um, 
make those decisions for yourself it can be very hard when you when you haven't got like family or friends that are kind of supporting your decision and I know some people like like older people like oh no like don't leave your job like you know like because we job hop like that's our generation we job hop and and we want to go somewhere we want to try different things we want to again you know you you want to feel valued you want to experience different experiences and they a lot of people don't understand that they don't understand why can't you just work at the same place for 50 years and retire with a terrible pension or a terrible retirement fund why can't you just do that why can't you just suffer like the rest of us did no Gerald because I care about myself because I want to see different things I want to have different experiences um it's it's all about recognizing yourself and loving yourself and it's it's really fucking hard sometimes but you just gotta you just gotta go for it so if there's anything that you can take away from today's episode is that just take care of yourself take care of your physical health take care of your mental health take a break sometimes go watch some sports like I do go read a book like I pretend like I do that I don't and everything is not about school and to anybody that is in school and your parents might be listening yes school is important but it is not everything because when you are not happy and you are not doing well everything else starts to fall apart that I can almost guarantee you because when I wasn't taking care of myself and and I wasn't prioritizing my feelings and my mental and physical health a lot of other things in my life started to suffer for my relationships my uh my job school everything started to falter so take care of yourself take those little breaks watch the super bowl it's going to be great um i i can't wait i'm probably going to talk about it next episode next week whatever um it's it's you're at an important time in your life and I'm saying that to anybody listening at any age, no matter what age you're at, this is an important time in your life. Every day is important because you wake up every day to make the choice, yes or no. Am I going to put effort in? Am I going to care? Am I going to do something for myself today? So, you know what, when you get home from school or work or before you get ready to go, make yourself that coffee. Take those five minutes to sit down with your wife or your husband or your boyfriend or your whomever, your your partner, your dog, your your kid, whatever. Read a book. Just just do something you like. And appreciate yourself. Because sometimes you might be the only person that is going to appreciate yourself. And I want you to know. That I appreciate you. Not just because you're listening to me right now. But I appreciate you. So that's my spiel for today. I hope you all have a great day. Whoever's listening or nobody. Have a great day. Have a great night. Whatever time that you're watching this. The remainder of the day or the week or whatever. Enjoy it. Live it out. And don't dwell on the bad. Because the good is it's going to come. Alright. It's going to come and find great things in the little shitty moments because you know what hindsight is always twenty twenty. it's not always going to be perfect but you know what you find some things to enjoy and laugh about that's enough for me you guys have a great day thanks for listening